Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy. Today is April 13th of 2023, and we're celebrating Thursday in the octave of Easter. Today's gospel comes to us from the gospel according to Luke, chapter 24, verses 35 through 48. The disciples of Jesus recounted what had taken place along the way and how they had come to recognize him in the breaking of the bread. While they were still speaking about this, he stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. But they were startled and terrified and thought that they were seeing a ghost. Then he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do questions arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Touch me and see, because a ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you can see I have. And as he, showed, he said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. Where they were still incredulous for joy and were amazed, he asked them, Have you anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of baked fish. He took it and ate it in front of them. He said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and in the prophets and Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And he said to them, Thus it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be preached in his name to all the nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. As we make our way through the Easter octave, the Mass readings recount for us the early Acts of the Apostles, as well as the various apparitions of our risen Lord. Both these events can serve us as a beautiful example for applying the joy of Easter to every moment in our lives. Both the first reading and the Gospel today are continuations from yesterday's readings. In the first reading from Acts, yesterday Peter and John were entering into the temple through the beautiful gate. It was probably the eastern gate made of Corinthian bronze that shone like gold. Upon encountering the crippled man, Peter heals him in Christ's name, and the man is promptly healed and then enters the temple full of rejoicing. As some early Christian writers pointed out, the beautiful gate, par excellence, is Christ, since he is the gate, as he tells us in John's Gospel, and he's beautiful beyond compare. Now, Peter's discourse in today's reading gives us motives for joy. In spite of our own sinfulness, indeed, in spite of the worst sin in human history, namely the condemnation, brutal, uh, brutal execution of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, God wants for our sins to be wiped away, to grant us times of refreshment, and to send us the Messiah already appointed for us. He wants to send us the Savior, the Messiah, already appointed for us. In other words, the salvation of the world and the redemption of our souls is accomplished. The price has already been paid. We simply need to turn to God and accept it. As Peter notes, the faith that comes through Christ's name has given the lame man this perfect health, meaning not just physical healing, but also spiritual healing as well. Now, in yesterday's gospel, we heard how the disciples were met by Christ on the road to Emmaus and how they recognized Christ in the breaking of the bread. In today's gospel, filled with that joy, they hurry back to the others to tell them of the great news. And then Christ himself enters into the room to encourage them and to dispel their fear and terror. 
as we celebrate Mass throughout this octave, and indeed every day throughout the year, let us remind ourselves that the resurrected Christ becomes present at every consecration, becoming our companion here and now to help us in our sorrows and our difficulties and to bring us that limitless joy. As Sacrosanctum Concilium reminds us, that's one of the documents of Vatican II, in the divine sacrifice of the Eucharist, the work of our redemption is accomplished. The same Christ in whose name the crippled man was healed is the same Christ who appeared to the disciples on the road to the Emmaus, the same Christ who appears in the locked room to all the disciples, and that same Christ becomes present on our altars. And for the same reason, not only to stay with us, as the disciples on the road to Emmaus asked him, but rather to stay in us, to be our constant companion and help. We can ask ourselves, do we allow Christ to accompany us at every moment, especially in the difficult ones? So today let's ask through the intercession of Mary, cause of our joy, for the grace to be glad and rejoice immensely because of the great joy and glory of Christ our Lord.